This is episode number 19, You Are Not a Fraud, talking everything imposter syndrome related. And at the end of the episode, I'll give you four ways to overcome imposter syndrome. In the middle, you'll get lots of signs and symptoms to look out for in your own life. And we're getting right to it in three, two, one. Welcome to the Heal Your Burnout podcast, where us hustlers come together to have solution-focused conversations weekly. My name is Amber Connolly, a former burnt-out clinician and academic turned transformative coach. If you are a productive patty, miss I can do it all, or if you are ready to ditch the exhaustion, you have come to the right place. Each week I'll be providing you with wellness tips and trainings, inspiring you to look within, replace habits that are keeping you stuck, and offering insights to help you maintain your brilliance. If you are craving clarity, self-care, support, and mindset hacks, look no further. This is where your energy can be reignited and your hope can be restored. You guys, I'm back in action for episode number 19. This is my third time sitting down to record this episode. And I lost my voice for about, about 10 days, I would say, give or take. I was teaching a lot of fitness classes and... I was in this awful habit of not drinking enough water and the air got super dry in my house. I have steamed tea and it just all around was a bad picture. So I'm back in action and I'm so excited today to talk about imposter syndrome because nothing kills your potential quicker than always thinking that you're a fraud. And nothing makes you feel more exhausted than continually thinking that Not only that you're a fraud, but that everyone is going to find out that you have no idea what you're doing. And I know that before I knew what imposter syndrome was, I I just really tried to suppress the noise. And it was this internal feeling. It was a very quiet ping inside of me that always felt like, hmm, I have no idea what I'm doing. Or... I just got here because I got lucky. I got really lucky and I need to hustle even more now and and prove to everyone that I actually belong here. And the actions would get really big because I'd be hustling so hard, but the feeling inside would start really quiet. And it would be something like feeling like, hmm, I'm inadequate or I don't really know what I'm doing or I'm unsure why they put me in this position or, oh my gosh, everyone's going to find out. So that inadequacy would translate into really big actions externally. And it's the fear of imposter syndrome, I believe, that really drives the symptoms to get worse. Because I think the more and more we reach externally to feel like we're good enough or to feel like we know what we're doing or to feel like we're not a fraud, like we belong where we're at, the more we reach outside of ourselves the bigger that hole inside of us gets. And I was just in this vicious cycle of everyone's going to find out that I'm a fraud. I don't know what I'm doing. Everyone else knows what they're doing. I'm comparing myself to others. I'm taking these actions to feel better. And then it would just lead right back to feeling worse. And according to Forbes, 70% of professional women will experience imposter syndrome. And when you're going through it, that quiet ping that it starts with could feel so subtle and could actually be something that you 
it's so ingrained in you that you think it's normal. And if you're if you're one of those people, you I don't even need to elaborate further. You feel like it's just a part of who you are, and you might even attribute your success to the the feeling. And I know I certainly felt like that. And it's not just you. 70% of women experience it too, and I firmly believe more women need to talk about it and we need to normalize feeling this way. And not just women suffer with it. Albert Einstein was known to suffer with imposter syndrome, Michelle Obama, Maya Angelou, and many other brilliant minds have struggled with imposter syndrome. And different different ways this could come out is when you have that feeling of being inadequate or being a fake, of being a fraud, of not knowing what you're doing, of feeling like you don't belong, those feelings then translate to external actions like I was talking about earlier. So that could lead to chasing degrees, chasing chasing certifications, awards, titles, promotions, raises, you name it. And feeling like you always need to be perfect, an A-plus mentality, viewing others as competition, feeling like you're going to be exposed as a fraud, and thinking that you only reached your level of success due to good luck, not hard work. And unfortunately, because so many of us suffer with this in silence, you could feel incredibly lonely when you're going through this and you could think that it's normal. And this feeling of of always thinking, hmm, like I, I don't quite feel confident. And it goes bigger than confidence because it, it's it's hard to even put to words what it feels like. The word fraud nails it. And it's not that you don't feel competent. For example, I remember when I first graduated pharmacy school and I would take care of patients one-on-one, I felt confident in my drug knowledge. However, I felt like a fraud taking care of patients. I felt confident in my ability to express empathy with the patient, build trust in the interaction, and counsel them on their medications, but I still felt like a fraud. So sometimes competence and confidence don't necessarily go hand in hand. You could be competent, but still feel inadequate. And I think that that's where the disconnect happens. And I always used to think that, well, if I if I get something else more, like if I get more experience, if I advance further in my career, this feeling will go away. And what I found is it never truly goes away. You just find better ways to manage it and you find better ways to mitigate the symptoms. And I'm going to share the top four ways that have really helped me move through imposter syndrome. But it for me, it shows up at no matter how many times I silence it, no matter how many different ways I learn to live with it, it shows up every time I go to do something new. And from getting promotions at work to starting my business, being a fitness instructor, each of these new areas of my life, I felt it and I've lived it. And the symptoms come up different, but that internal feeling is always the same. You don't belong here. You don't belong here and everyone is going to find out. And then the external symptoms come out, the chasing. You go from, I feel inadequate, so I'm just going to start hustling. 
hustling, working hard, proving to everyone and myself that I belong here. When really nobody is questioning if you belong there or not. They just know that you're there and and great. <laughs> great you're there. They trust that you belong there. And really the only person you're hustling around for is yourself. And the top four ways to overcome imposter syndrome is number one, knowing your why. And the why is so important because when I looked back on different things I was doing, when I was unaware of my imposter syndrome, I was doing the hustle, the hustle, the work hard, the, you know, always doing all of the things because I didn't feel like I belonged and I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I was going to be exposed. So fear was the driving force behind a lot of my actions. Yes, I believe there was a curiosity there, a desire to be better, a desire to grow, absolutely. But I think at the root, if I'm being honest with myself, was I just want to feel like I know what I'm doing. And I remember looking at other women that were further along in their career, and I remember thinking, as soon as I get to where she is, I'm going to feel better. But spoiler, it it doesn't happen because you can't solve an external an internal issue externally. External solutions are never the answer. It needs to happen within. You need to fill that vacancy within. And when you know your why for doing things, when you're clear on why you're taking different actions in your life, that helps. Because when you could identify the fear, when you know that I'm doing this because I just want to feel like I'm not a fraud, when you can identify that, then you could choose a different action an action that might serve you better and that might not be as draining because usually when we got when we get caught up in the hustle mode it's keeping our plate extra full for really no reason and that definitely contributes to burnout because you feel like you're never good enough and you feel like you're always beating yourself up and trying not to be a fraud so number 1 know your why and if your why is not connected to some bigger vision or some bigger plan of leaving an impact or leaving a legacy in some way or serving others in some way, chances are fear is what is going on deep inside. And that fear could be connected to imposter syndrome. So know your why. Next up, we have have some faith. Have some faith. And that one's hard depending on where you're at in your spiritual journey. But trust in a force bigger than you, always working in your favor. Whatever that source is, for me, it's Jesus Christ. For you, it can be whatever that is, whatever belief system you subscribe to. There's a force greater than you continually pulling in your favor. And you need to surrender to the fact that you belong in the spaces that you're placed. There's a divine plan for all of us and there's something bigger than us determining where we end up and why and these things are bigger than us. So when you end up somewhere, when you occupy different rooms, when you're placed in different spaces, you're there for a reason. You're there to make an impact. You're there to learn lessons. You're there to do the work that you were created to do or to learn the lessons that you need to learn to evolve into a different a different place. So when we start questioning, do I belong here? The divine wouldn't place you there if you didn't belong there. There's a bigger 
source at play here. There's a bigger plan here. And when you choose faith over fear, when you choose to surrender versus reaching externally, that's where the magic happens. And definitely way easier said than done. But the more aware that you can become of the fact that I'm in hustle mode, I'm doing this because I'm fearful, my why isn't clear, now I'm choosing to recognize that there's a plan bigger than me. And there's someone else working here, whatever belief system that is that you subscribe to. So faith over fear, trust the process, trust that there is a source bigger than you with their hands all up in all of this, and they are guiding your journey. And I promise you, this source, the divine, always wants you to win. So they're not putting you in places to harm you. They're putting you in places so you can learn, so you can cultivate, so you can make an impact. Faith over fear. That's number two. Number three, reach out to a mentor. Reach out. Talk to people who are further along in their journey and connect with other women, especially who have experienced imposter syndrome. Hear their story. Hear how they overcame it. Now, caveat being a quote that one of my favorite mentors has said to me, and it always sticks with me. Do not take advice from someone you wouldn't trade places with. Do not, do not do it. So for example, if there's a woman who is still active in imposter syndrome, who operates from a place of competition always, who's always hustling for achievements and recognition and promotions, who might be quote, really successful on paper, but is in the hustle cycle herself, don't go to her to connect, go to a trusted mentor that is further along in the journey, that is self-aware, that you would trade places with and hear from her. How did she overcome it? And what were her steps for feeling like she's enough or, or that she's not a fraud? And number four is I would say the deepest and sometimes the, the hardest one. And it's cultivate your talents, cultivate your talents. And in the same line of thinking, know your strengths. Know what you're good at. Know what your lane is. Know what your secret sauce is. And I say secret sauce, aka the thing that makes you you. Know who you are at your core. What you're good at. How you show up when you're at your best. Know that. Know yourself in and out. And when you do, and when you cultivate those talents, and when you lean into them, and when you're committed to the growth and your development as a professional and as a person, that is where you gain confidence. And cultivating talent really does mean leaning into discomfort. It means taking action even when you're fearful. It means taking action even when you're scared. It means taking action and trusting and putting your faith first and taking action with faith despite experiencing fear. Because when we do things, even when we're fearful, we are still making progress. And I think there's a big misconception that when you've, quote, made it or when you don't have imposter syndrome, you no longer are scared or you no longer experience fear. You're confident 100% of the time. And that's just simply not true. Fear is there. The difference between a person who lives with imposter syndrome versus who is paralyzed with it is they're really clear on what their talents are 
They stay in their lane and they take action even when fearful. They hear the the voice of you're not good enough and they lean into their gifts and talents and they choose to do it anyways. And they trust. They put their faith over their fear. And when you're really clear on what you're good at and what you're not good at, and when you really lean into your gifts versus trying to be something you're not, that feels incredible. If you've ever been out of alignment, if you've ever been trying to be something you're not or trying to please others or really trying to cultivate talents that are not yours or ever spent time doing something that wasn't meant for you, the moment you let go and the moment you allow for your gifts to be used or the moment you allow your passions to be the the focus of, of your life, then that's where the magic happens. That's where you're in alignment. That's where you're doing what you were created to do. So spend time, get really clear on what you're good at and what you enjoy doing. And when you're able to cultivate your talents, when you're able to then choose what you like to do, that's your passion. And that's where you could really make the biggest impact. And when there's clarity around what you're not good at, you're able to make peace with the competition piece. Because comparing, you're never going to feel good enough when you compare yourself to others. But it's so much easier to not compare yourself when you're clear on what your gifts and talents are and what they are not. Because we all have a unique set of gifts, talents, and strengths. So get to know yourself on a very intimate level. I know for me personally, my favorite tool for this is the Berkman assessment tool that I use with my one-on-one clients. And it's something that my coach used with me when I was healing from burnout. And it really exposes your psychological DNA and helps you get really clear on what your strengths are, what your talents are, and what you need to cultivate them and to show up at your best. So those are your four ways to overcome imposter syndrome. Know your why, cultivate your talents, invest in mentors, reach out to mentors, and faith over fear always. Know that you are not a fraud. You belong in the places that you belong in the spaces that you were placed. Be seen, take up space, and accept that you are worthy. You are enough as you are. You don't need to hustle for worthiness. Hustling leads to exhaustion, leads to stress, leads to burnout. Let go, faith over fear, cultivate your talents. Thank you so much for listening. In our next episode, episode number 20, we're talking about balance and why it isn't real. All right, see you in the next episode. Hey friend, before you leave, please head on over to iTunes Podcast and search for Heal Your Burnout. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, give us a five-star review, and help us spread the word about our show. I would love to connect with you on social media. My Instagram handle is at Amber underscore Connolly underscore. And until next time, I'm sending you so much love and light, and I can't wait to keep moving forward with you.